0: Yes, we did make a few sales, which we're grateful for. One of
1: which was my mum and dad, which had a massive (laughs) massive discount, more than I would have given to anybody else.
0: (laughs) But we reflected and said to ourselves, well, that was a disaster. Welcome to the At The Bench podcast. Talks at the bench. Your hosts, Andrew and Louise, are passionate about business. So much so that they cannot stop talking about it. Out for a walk, over dinner, in the pub, so, grab yourself your favourite drink, settle down, and join them for a chat after the cameras stop rolling.
1: So today we're talking about success and failure, and over the last two three months...
0: We've had a pretty big failure.
1: Yes, and we, we've turned it into a degree of success, haven't we? I'd like
0: to think so, yes.
1: Yeah. So we thought we'd share that with you and take you along the journey. <laughs> Wasn't yes. always pretty. <laughs> no, no,
0: even after all these years in business, I don't think, well, I certainly don't get it right. I don't think many other people get it right first time, every time. And there are going to be lots of successes, lots of failures. And I think the success comes out of failure.
1: Definitely. But it's just, I it's easy to be deterred, isn't it? Mm. Very easy to be deterred. Easy. which you'll see along the way when we explain <laughs> what happened.
0: <laughs> so if you talk about the one failure that we've had recently.
1: Yes, disastrous, okay. wasn't disastrous. it? Disastrous.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah. We we decided to have um um an event, an evening. Yes. About
1: an exclusive VIP evening, evening. actually, yeah. <laughs>
0: about ten days before Christmas. Yeah. We thought we'll have a nice exclusive VIP event. Um, we were offering a discount to offer a, a well-known brand.
1: A very good discount. It was
0: a, a very good discount, better than what we've offered throughout the whole year.
1: Mm-hmm. Prosecco, mince pies, oh, hostess with a, the in mostest. A, in
0: addition to all that as well, yes. Mm. Um, and we just thought we'd let people come in um, after hours. We yeah. kept the shop open. Party
1: atmosphere. Yeah, well, mm. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, and we thought that we would um, write to people. Yes. Um, and invite them.
1: And I thought writing to people, because when I get emails, I get, I get bombarded. I get too many emails. Half of them I don't read. Most of them I don't open. Yeah. I get emails from a shoe shop. I won't name them, but it's a, a well-known, um, shoe, ladies shoe shop. <laughs> and I get emails every single day. I love shoes. I don't need to see emails from them every single I don't buy shoes every day. I don't need to, I'm not going to read emails about shoes every single day. No, I don't open any of them. No, I've been them all.
0: But when you get something through letterbox, it lands on your your mat. You go, oh.
1: You're going to open it, aren't you? You're not going to throw it in the bin. Even if you look at it briefly and then throw it in the bin, at least you open it. So you've got that little win.
0: (laughs) Yes. Dominoes and those sort of things that come through, farm foods, whatever. We just chuck them away. But if it's a letter addressed to somebody, you will open it. Out of curiosity. We do.
1: Can't speak for it, but I think most people do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we had uh, lovely cards printed. Were they like midnight blue? Yeah. Exclusive events. You've been invited. Gold
1: stardust on them.
0: Yeah. Please bring a friend. Bring,
1: plus, bring, plus one, bring a plus one, a guest. Plus one.
0: The cards, the envelopes uh, were gold, mm-hmm. making them really stand out. Um, and we put the labels on the outside from our um, point of sale system Mm -hmm. uh stamped them they weren't frank so it was all really quite really hand hand
1: hand wrote a lot of the envelopes as well actually
0: and we sent out how many do you send out 150 yeah 150 so the price of a first class stamp printing the envelopes uh printing the labels and the cards it must have come to at least several hundred pounds um, we opened the shop from six to eight, so two hours. We invited people in plus ones uh, to come along um, and then have a nice glass of prosecco. It sounds
1: perfect, doesn't it?
0: Orange juice sounds like a
1: delightful evening. Bins
0: pies. Even if they just came down to look and had a bins pie and a glass of and didn't buy anything. And I would
1: have been happy with that if they just came to the shop. That would have been lovely. It was lovely, but but no, <laughs> no, but no. Um, I think we had four people yes um two of which were my parents (laughs) which which we're grateful for bless them so if you're listening mum and dad yeah it was it was great i'm really glad that you came we had um the brand rep with us as well the area um, brand rep bless her she came um my mum and dad and there were two other, two other two other guests and they were related so they came together. And that was it. <laughs> that was so it. we sat we sat there for...
0: Oh, plus we obviously had uh, another member of the team with us so we had so to yeah, pay Sharon, so we paid for them.
1: Yeah, so Sharon was there as well. So the four of us sat there. I mean, we just drank a bottle of Prosecco in the end because <laughs> it was open and nobody had any. So we, but it was just... I was really... Just felt really miffed.
0: It was very disappointing.
1: Yeah. And I just felt, I guess, miffed with the people who didn't (laughs) turn it, which is silly and it sounds ridiculous. But you put this effort in, you invite people. And then the next morning I thought, well, actually, the data that we used.
0: Also, what we didn't say was that it was pouring down a rain.
1: Yes, it was. No, 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 no. It was. It wasn't. It was like freezing. It was sub-zero. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, it was that period of time, wasn't it? Where it was, it was just silly, freezing cold, freezing cold yeah. weather. Okay. Um, so
0: we did apologize to the brand rep who spent two hours with us. Oh, bless, bless her! her. But of, she just her said her it's time. lovely to
1: because we just sat and chatted, didn't we? And <laughs> yeah, and she's a she's lovely. So that was that was nice.
0: So it was very disheartening. Yes, we did make a few sales which we're grateful for. One of
1: which was my mum and dad, which had a massive, <laughs> massive discount, more than I would have given to anybody else. <laughs> so.
0: But we reflected and th- said to ourselves, well, that was a disaster. Mm. So
1: why was it such a disaster?
0: So we could have easily turned around and go, that's it, it's a disaster. Well, we're not going to do it again. It's easy to do that. Mm. But no, we had to look to see why it was a disaster. So um, obviously we couldn't do anything about the weather. The weather you cannot change Whether, or, predict. or predict, you have to put up with that. Mm-hmm. Um, opening hours, six and eight. Yeah, that's perhaps after people have their tea, perhaps, or they come straight from work. There's no reason why they can't come along. You're offering free Prosecco, free orange juice, free mince pies.
1: Yes, but I will say once I get home from work or if I'm making a detour on my way home from work, it would better be good. Yes, for me to go out of my way to go there and actually i can go home and have a glass of prosecco i can go home and have a mince pie and i don't think he was enough i really don't think he was enough if perhaps and i think next time i might consider bringing in um, another dimension to the evening so rather than it just being come in have a glass of prosecco ooh, whoopee, and have a mince pie and and have some discount on clog eye hmm. i'm thinking about getting in i don't know um you could collaborate with a local business that like we've got um makeup artists and hairdressers and we've got lots of them in our town hmm. maybe a makeup artist and if we're doing it before christmas get them to come in and we'll say um Chenae will show you how to do your makeup for your christmas party hmm. and she can come in she can promote her products she can promote her gel nails or whatever it is that she does. Get party ready. Come on, we'll show you how to do smoky eyes. We'll show you how to do, I don't know, um, contouring. And there's going to be a master class. So you come in and you learn how to do your makeup gorgeous like a professional. Mm. Um and then you can have a discount on your your brands as well. Mm. So it's a win-win because that your um, your associate is going to come in. They're going to bring their customers because they're going to wanna to see that obviously you're going to have your customers. Yeah. It just kind of builds and builds and builds from that. So I think you need something more. It can't just be coming in and have a discount. It's it's just not enough. And I think maybe Hmm. that will be a good thing because the makeup and the party jewelry will tie in together. So I think that would be a good idea.
0: That would be a good Mm. idea. So then we also had a look to see the reason why people didn't come in as well as all those reasons. Um, And we realised that the data that we have captured was basically pre-COVID. People who come into our stores, we do um, make notes on our computer system about what brands they buy, how often they come in, how frequently do they visit the store and so forth. Um, But when we looked at it, the data was pre-COVID, so that's two years old.
1: It's two years old, but not only that, it's... It's manually imp- manually inputted as well, which is yes. fine if you're if you're doing it yourself. If you've got three other people doing it for you, how accurate is that data? Yes, which is why it's better to digitalize it, isn't
0: it? It is. Mm. So that's another reason why it didn't work mm. because it was pre-COVID. It wasn't up-to-date data. Yeah, I think that was about it, wasn't yeah.
1: it? Yeah, I I just I think it was a combination of. Stale data. Mm-hmm. And there just wasn't enough of a poll. Not enough attraction. Okay. Yeah.
0: So we have discussed this. We've looked to see exactly what, and Louise has obviously come up and said, what we could be doing next time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a complete disaster. I think it cost us more to put on that evening than what we actually profit we <laughs> took. <laughs> yeah. But we don't turn around and go, that's it. I'm not going to do another one. We've learned from this. So next time, what are we going to do? We're going to bring in perhaps a few more other uh, local businesses who would benefit our business and our customers and also they could bring in their customers as well. We would advertise that.
1: You could have, um, suppose you specialize in sustainability and recyclability, you could have, I don't know, um, aromatherapy, you could combine it with that and yeah. just make sure that you're Working with businesses that align with your brand and
0: what yes, and what your what values
1: are. Yeah, absolutely. Mm.
0: So I think that is something that would be very beneficial. And then we also look at, at how do we capture our data. We do capture data, but it's not the data we actually really need for the purpose that we need it. In the sense of we capture the data for the repairs that come in. Oh, yeah but not necessarily for the sales and i think it is the sales that we really do need to capture that data for Uh, what are people buying how much are they spending what ranges are they buying what brands are they buying so a few years ago we introduced a rewards card again it went by the by because of covid we weren't really proactive with that in the beginning uh this started about three to four years ago and then we didn't realise how important it was to capture all this data.
1: We thought we've got our database of customers and they come in and they buy what we've got and then that's that. But it's Absolutely. just, it's, I think that's what it is. It's really hit home how on the ball you need to be with making sure that that data is current.
0: It has to be. Mm. It has to be.
1: So what if if I, I'm running my own business, I'm making jewellery and I haven't got any sort of database of customers, we're... Where to that? Because Good. if, I I mean, suppose I work from my own premises and I don't have a reward system, what's the best way to, co- to collect that data?
0: Well, I think that you obviously engage with the customer when they come to commission something or they come to buy something. So you, you capture the data. Um, and that data could be obviously the, obviously the person's name and address because you obviously need that for your records. You could get information about what the present is all about. Is it for a birthday? Is it for an anniversary? Is it for a friend? And so forth. So all this information that you can write down, is it for um, a wedding? You'd obviously write down all this information. You, to start off really simply, you could have a little simple index card and put someone's name on it, perhaps put a picture of the item that you've made for them and some relevant information that would appertain to that person. Um, You know, in the old days, you'd have index cards for that. Nowadays, you can easily put that onto a spreadsheet or or a database.
1: I think, I think if, if you perhaps don't use spreadsheets or databases, it's great to put it in a diary, like say, put it in index cards. But I think it comes a point where you're going to outgrow that and you're going to collect so much data that you just can't manage it in that way.
0: As in um, writing it down? Yeah. So, yeah, so, so, um, computerize it. Mm-hmm. There are lots of databases out there. There's a lot of databases on on Microsoft uh, Access, I do believe. Yeah. Um, that you could oh, even put just putting it
1: into an Excel spreadsheet. Yes,
0: and I think once you start to gain information from people, um, obviously to to email people, you do need their permission. So that is vitally important that you do get permission. This is something
1: that. I really wanted to talk about was um, the Information Commissioner's Office. So the ICO are an organization who regulate data protection in the UK. Is that fair to say? Um, And they say you must not send marketing emails or texts to individuals without specific consent. So that means without them actually expressly telling you that you're allowed to do that. Yes. So um, there's a limited exception um, for your own previous customers, which is called the soft opt-in. Uh, It's completely different business to business. There are different rules which apply this. So the soft opt-in refers to a rule about existing customers. So if you've got a customer who just bought something from you recently and given you their details and didn't opt out, then you can safely assume that they're happy to receive marketing from you about similar products or services, even if they haven't specifically consented. But if you're cold marketing... Yeah. Or um, if you've acquired data, I don't know how you'd acquire data that way, um, but you can't approach no. them. It's actually illegal. So this is something to be really, really careful on. So it's like our emails at the bench emails. Everything that gets sent out, there's an opt-out. Yes. And if you don't opt out, you're, you're essentially opted in, opted in aren't yeah, you? So, exactly. yeah, you've given, you've given that option. So that is quite an important thing.
0: Yeah, I think it is important to um, check on the ICO website yeah the information we'll have down below and even if you just simply capture people's uh, names and addresses upon a computerized system you do have to be registered
1: and you better make sure that information is safe and secure as well
0: (laughs) password Mm. protected yes Mm. um i know we pay a yearly fee it's not an awful lot but because you are holding sensitive information you really do have to make sure that that is safe just yeah. can't have a simply open eye computer. Make sure that is completely protected. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, go onto the ICO website, read the information, um, and d- double check that just to make sure that you are complying.
1: Well, there is that soft op- that soft opt in, which I was going to say is open to interpretation, but it's not really. It's actually very clear, isn't it?
0: Yeah, mm. if you've bought something, you can email them back, and this is the reason why a lot. of... Define
1: the... bought. It's like if, if you've bought some. If you've bought.
0: Oh, a piece is... of jewellery, you can send them information yes, regarding Yes, what
1: if I've bought, I don't know, a white paper from you with my email address? What if I've given you my email address in return for, I don't know, a blog? Hmm. Does that count as a transaction?
0: It's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah, because, because it is a
1: barter, isn't it, at the it, end of the day. Is, it's, at the end of the day,
0: you ask for it's a transaction. Make, yeah, you ask for oh uh, Secrets of Soldering. And, mm. you, and then you get your what you've asked for, but then you also get other emails. A whole well, load of
1: stuff that you didn't ask for and didn't actually want. Yeah, so Basically,
0: in theory, that is the soft opt-in. Yeah. Because it is related to what you just bought. So, yeah, so that is something that everyone needs to look at. Mm. Um, okay, so going forward, what are we doing?
1: What are we doing? Okay, well, what did we do, I think, is, is the important question, isn't it? And what we did is... Well, we just did what we always do and, and turned to social media social media, which is kind of like the default now, isn't it? It is um Yeah, we ran an advert.
0: <laughs> we ran an advert We ran yeah. an advert
1: and we a lot of it I don't know, some of what we do, a lot of what we do is strategic, isn't it? We sit yeah. down and we plan and we think and we plan and we and we change direction with it. But I don't know, we've always used this data, and it's always kind of been okay, isn't it mm. and this and this time it wasn't okay because yeah. suddenly it was just wildly out of date, sure. yeah, so we ran an advert basically saying, Don't rely on the post, mm. it's too late, um the strikes, you're not gonna get your jewelry. It was a bit more articulate than <laughs> this, yeah, and we and we posted this advert out, and we put the brands on um, on the advert, and we posted it out. To people within a an eight mile, I yeah, think, eight, radius. It was eight mile
0: radius of the store. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and we posted it out, and things just went wild, and the footfall was amazing. And the the difficult thing is, we can't measure unless we asked people who were coming in, "How did you find out about the shop?" Yeah. It's very difficult to quantify how successful that advert was.
0: But we've we've looked again. We we have looked to see how many people have come into the store.
1: And new people, people we've never seen before, and people who were coming in and saying, I didn't know you were here. I didn't know you were a nomination stockist. I didn't, you know, how long have you been here? Are you new? No, we've been here 35 years. So obviously Mm. you know
0: that the advert has worked because people have actually seen it.
1: People have seen it, yeah. And
0: I think this is something that we can carry on 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 another podcast is all about Facebook advertising and paid adverts. And people are really afraid of paid adverts because they just don't understand it. But it, But it's a
1: minefield. It really is. It's difficult. But I think if, if you keep it really super simple, hmm. yeah.
0: It'll be beneficial. But that's in another podcast Yeah, that we're going to be doing.
1: But the other thing that we did was we posted, as I said earlier, very, very regularly, a lot more regularly than we do throughout the whole of the year. Yes. So we were posting, like I say, three, four, sometimes five times a day.
0: And some people, yeah, may think that's an awful lot. but in the Yeah, up, it is. In the run up to Christmas... Considering we weren't weren't panicking, we just thought, how do we turn this around?
1: I think for me, I saw the shop was getting busier and busier and you just kind of get, you get caught along with it. Mm. I suppose the the, the thing I struggle with with Facebook is people say um, it takes a while to build up. And that is definitely true because in my experience, um, I can remember three, three, four years ago when I started social media managing for the shop and i'd post things and it would get barely any engagement and people would come in then and say i saw this online and i'd like to buy it and i would think well like it do you (laughs)
0: <laughs> and, and they obviously
1: did like it because then they buy it. And I was like, "Well, why didn't you like it then? Is it too much trouble to get your finger out and press the like button? Why didn't you like it?" But they, but it, but in that in that sense, it was working, and that's what matters, isn't it? Yeah. But it, it's hard work and it's constant work, and people underestimate the amount of work that it is.
0: Yes, and you mm. guess you just cannot simply turn around and rely upon. Old data.
1: I think social media is a very good way to get a strong handle on that.
0: Yes. Mm. Yes. And I think as technology in, in, improves, um, and as you said right at the very beginning, it is technology. We make mistakes, we have to improve, we have to look and see what else is out there. And the algorithm, yeah, it changes every single month almost. So you have to alter your approach. It's not just simply put an advert in a paper, advert in a magazine and people will come in. You can't just send out postcards to people. It's changing all the time. So I think we all have to keep on adapting every single month, it's different. And I think we have to approach marketing differently every single time based upon what we're going to be doing next, in the sense of, are we going to be doing an open evening? So, what we're we going to be doing is it best to email people? We're going to be capturing more email addresses as opposed to writing to people because it's, it's less expensive.
1: I, I was going to say, as I said earlier, I don't open
0: marketing. No, I don't, I just,
1: and I know. They do work, obviously. Otherwise, why would big companies send them out? Hmm. But I don't generally open them.
0: So would you keep sending out letters?
1: No, not based on the results that we've seen <laughs> <laughs> in the last couple of months. I wouldn't I won't do that again because... And this is the other thing, particularly with social media. It takes a while, they say, to, to build up your audience and to, yeah. to get things to work in the way that, 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 that you want them to work to optimise it. But... How do you know when to stop then? If if it takes a while to build up and it takes a while to optimise and how think, do you know you if you things stop. aren't working?
0: So I think we need to continually keep innovating, looking around to see what we can do to entice new customers. And it's not just the customers now that we've already got as in coming through the store. It's the actual customers that we can get that are new customers. And I think we just simply cannot rely upon our old techniques that really did used to work very well in the old days, you know, four or five years ago. Mm. Um, Technology changes, people's approach to um, being receptive to offers change. And perhaps people want more than what they used to have.
1: I think another big problem that we had particularly was our... um, our brand customers for the, this particular brand were, I think you could probably say average-wise of a certain age. <laughs> and if you're not going to update that data, what's going to happen? Yeah. And also, the brand were particularly good at marketing towards these people. So we're competing with our own supplier.
0: Yeah. Of course and
1: we we're there pie-hot on that. we would taken our eye off the ball. And then suddenly... Our customers, our, our customers that we serve and we see on a, a regular basis, have gone to our supplier.
0: And directly, so cutting yeah. out us.
1: Yes, but then that's our own fault. We can't complain about that. We haven't done enough.
0: No, exactly.
1: Mm.
0: So that is the problem. So yeah, we keep have to keep coming up with new ideas all the time. Is what we're saying. Yeah. Um, and data capture whether it be people coming through the door, people buying your products, interested in your products, Um, you have to gain all this information. And then not only that, you obviously have to look at gaining people that haven't come through to you. And that'll be covered in another podcast Mm. regarding Facebook marketing.
1: To sum up, you can't take your eye off the ball with the data collection. You have to just keep, keep, keep going. Yes. Because ultimately, if you're digital marketing which we're all leaning more towards aren't we oh yes we are some of that data is going to become obsolete isn't it but if you're sending out letters and obviously there's a cost implication to that but we're not worrying about that now are we We've, we've moved away from that if you're sending out emails it doesn't matter does it no i suppose it does matter in terms of you get if you get charged by however much data you've got held on your um server or account or whatever yeah
0: so what we're saying is keep your information up to date, keep gathering information, because then you've got your information you may put in a diary if you're a small little business. You know, Mrs. Jones, who, who bought a pendant from you uh, last week, is for her daughter's birthday in February. Great, come along, find out what that date is, and this and write is that down thing. in the diary so you know in advance...
1: People who have bought from you are going to be your best customers. They're more likely to buy again and again and again. And these are the people who are going to refer, yes, people to you.
0: So you've got to keep them on board.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's lovely to recruit new customers all the time, isn't it? But you really do have to look after your old older ones as well. You do. Or mm. well, should say your existing, not your old customers. Your, your existing <laughs>
0: customers. So, so as you say, to sum up, we had a disastrous evening, and we now we've 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 gone away we've looked at it we've sulked
1: and now we've got over
0: it (laughs) we've sulked we've got over it we put measures into place now that we're going to keep on capturing more data better data and also within the team within the shop we've um, we had a team meeting this morning saying we're going to be carry on with our rewards cards and getting more data from customers so when we come to have another event and i'm sure we will have other events we can target the people that actually are relevant to that evening mm. and as you say have somebody else who's going to come in to help promote us bring in their customers as well because i think you just simply cannot rely upon your customers a
1: collaboration is always great it's got
0: to be a collaboration mm. yeah so, so that's what we're going to be doing so you, you can see that even after so 35 years in the retail trade um i don't get it right we've looked at what we've done uh, we've realised that it does not work, and we looked at what we can do to make it better next time. I'm not saying that even next time we're going to get it right, but based upon what we've learned, it'll be better.
1: It's having that positivity and the impetus to look forward, isn't it?
0: It is absolutely. Don't be disheartened because there's always another day, there's always another event.
1: Oh, we sulked. Time. We sulked for for the a, a whole evening, didn't we? We did.
0: Yes. So we we've, but... we've looked at it. We've realised what's gone wrong. Um, at the time, we thought everything, everything was going right, and we did everything we needed to do, but we proved it didn't work. I put
1: on my best dress. No, I? <laughs> I put on the Christmas carols. But yeah,
0: yeah. So we've learned, and we've. This is what the whole idea is from the podcast. Is yes, people do make failures, but out of failures will come success, and I'm Absolutely. sure of
1: that, like a phoenix from the ashes, darling,
0: we rise from the ashes. <laughs> so let us know what. Uh, ideas that you've got to have you put on any um, special events how do you entice people to your events or to your promotions just let us know in the usual ways you can get in contact with us via social media or you can email louise at louise at (laughs) andrewberry.co.uk